Hello, and welcome back to the All Cap Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron of the Wind, and with me, my co-host, as usual, Yuroki, a.k.a. Yuki. What's up, guys? All right. Yuki, I got to tell you something. You tell me. This may come as a surprise, but I'm obsessed with Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I've been watching their videos non-stop for like two days Over. and oh. <laughs> i just they're just they're the, they're the, they're the new ones on top you know they they got all the they got the personality their voices are actually really stable and clear and they're all visuals dang bro i didn't know it was like that this you is need a to, um tell me what i need to watch oh shit because i didn't really get into them yet oh um. Um. Do they sense? have like um past performance history, or are they Not just like brand really? New? I th- well, no. Well, they're brand new. They just debuted at the end of June, with you know, of course, tag me banger. I guess the better question is: Is there a um, what's it called, a non-official? Uh, unofficial guide what's it called unofficial guide Uh, unhelpful guide to weekly unhelpful guide yeah yeah there's there's probably a few definitely this is a PSA from the all cap podcast Stan Weekly we appreciate girl groups on this I um (laughs) you know I recently came to the realization that a lot of K-pop fans I'd say a lot in the West, mostly are boy group fans, which I feel like I've always kind of known that. But after I've talked to to a few people and asked them their groups, I've gotten so many boy groups and like very little girl groups. So kind of a shock to me, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I think in the West, it's just more common to see uh more female demographic yeah um makes more, sense being more likely to stand groups in general shit i don't know if i don't know if there's statistics behind that but yeah no 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 for sure for sure just i don't know i i do you know we appreciate everyone we appreciate all groups Anyways, let's head into the weekly roundup. Okay, so uh, we actually don't have too much to talk about, but, um, you know, that leaves us a bit of room for a discussion, you know, um, about our first subject, which will be CJENM has been fined officially for rigging the produce seasons. Now, if you don't know, I'll give you a little backstory on this. CJ ENM is the company. It's an entertainment company, really, really big. Um, basically, most of the stuff that you watch is made by them. They run Mnet, and as you know, everybody knows Mnet basically rules Korean entertainment at this moment, when it comes to idols, at least. 
So, uh, yeah, the company, CGA E&M, they put on this survival series called Produce 101. They had four seasons of it. And the very first one created the group IOI. Uh, it's a survival show where 101 trainees battle it out to be in the final group. And then they all group together and um, make the nation's group. It was called the nation's group because the whole, the the draw of the show is that um, viewers can vote on essentially who gets into the final group. So throughout this season, as the episodes run and while they do the live performances, you can vote and decide essentially who who's the most talented, who gets to be in the group. Now they did this for four seasons. And then um, as they debuted their newest group, X1, rest in peace. It was discovered or unveiled that the company rigged the the final the final group the final groups for all the seasons I believe I believe it was every season it might have been all the seasons except for season one but hmm? yeah at this point why would it not be every season yeah you're right but um, (laughs) the reason uh, this is important this is big news is because Obviously, if you're making a show where the main draw is that all the viewers of the nation, all the fans of the nation can vote their heart out to try and get their favorite trainee into this super group that's going to be super popular. And let me tell you, every single group that came out of that show, all four of them, insanely popular. So there were four produced seasons. The first one was just called Produce 101, and that one created the group IOI. The second one was called Produce 101 Season 2. <laughs> 101 2. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they that season made the group 101, everybody's favorite boy group. Who doesn't love 101? <laughs> and um, the season after that was called Produce 48. Now this season... <laughs> <laughs> this season I brought in produce 101 <laughs> two edition two. This season brought in um, a twist, which was that they collaborated with the Japanese group mega group called AKB48. AKB48 sent over trainees to Korea to battle it out on the show. Also, um, they that season made the group Aij1 who are currently promoting and the final season of Produce 101 was called Produce 101X and they had a twist that I can't remember right now but they made that season made the group X1 they had one debut and then the scandal broke and then they disbanded them and as a person who watched three of those four seasons live it feels like it it just feels like a waste of my emotional time you know like i was invested every season to to various levels but i was invested watching them every week one in i had like a short list of <laughs> like a 11 
of the trainees that I really wanted in the final group. And then like finding out that it didn't matter from the start. Yeah, it's like, fuck. Why did I waste that time? Why did I get excited? Why? Yeah, it hurts, man. Produce is rigged. I blame YG. Okay, let's get into the the comebacks for this week. We have an all-female lineup, actually. The first one, we had Yukika come back on the 21st. Now, if you don't know Yukika, she's a Japanese solo artist. Uh, she's based in Korea, which is why we're talking about her, obviously. <laughs> But um, she makes city pop music. And if you don't know, city pop is... Uh, Yuki, how would you describe city pop, like this type of music? <laughs> I really don't know. How it's, you like, would... uh, it's like walking through a big city at night kind of music. <laughs> like neon lights, that kind of stuff. That's what it feels like to me, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what... Um... But it was like popular in the 80s. It's like I've, inspired by 80s. 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the closest, I'd say the closest popular active idol would be, it's similar to Sunmi's music, some of Sunmi's music. But they're not really similar <laughs> before you go and listen to Yuki. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're similar. <laughs> well, well, no, Sunmi's, Sunmi's like... B-sides, some of her... Well, Okay, more specifically on one of Sunmi's albums, but <laughs> more retro Sunmi song. Yeah, yeah, say. yeah. There, there, there's, there's a couple. But, anyways, back to Yukika. Uh, the song it's called Soul Lady, and um, I like it. She she dropped a full album, her first full album. It's 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 good. I like it. Uh, you know, you gotta be in the mood for city pop. It's definitely like a like. It's just it's niche. Like, it's it's only yeah. It's a niche thing. Like it's you either like it or you don't. Probably, but I like it. It's my vibe. Reminds me of Tokyo days. Yeah, because yeah, I I heard her first from was it Neon something? Her first song. Yeah, that was her first I really, song. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah. So that's too. why I've been following it. I actually, like. The B side on this album, Shade, I think it's called. I actually like that better. But yes. yeah, it's a very different. It's a genre you're not going to see anywhere. Yeah, at least in the K-pop industry. So right, yeah, right. That's why I was interested. And um, let's see who else. Oh, DJ Hyo dropped a summer. A summer song you know everybody knows if you don't know tj hyo she's a girls generation member she makes she produces <laughs> songs now and um um they they're just they're just like uh edm ish not edm kind of It's definitely a party song. Yeah, it's a party song. <laughs> it's featuring uh, our girl G Idol So Young and um, the rapper Loopy, who won no runner up on Show Me the Money seven. Shout out Loopy. Um, 
Yeah, it's just a party song. You know, it hits all the beats. Fire rap verses, dancing, you know, one of those songs. Wouldn't say I particularly fancy it, but you know, it's got its place. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't listen to music like, like this anyways. Of course, I'll bump to it at a festival or a party or something, but you won't catch it anywhere on my phone. <laughs> it sounded like a diss. <laughs> it was not a diss. Just an opinion. Anyways, Yuki, how do you feel about the song? Basically the same. So you're dissing yeah. you're dissing it also. No. Is what you're telling no. me. <laughs> no. I think there's a place for it. I think it's very powerful in a certain atmosphere. Do I have it right now on my phone? I do not, but I do respect it. Yeah, that's all you can. That's all you can really say. Respect. Anyways, <laughs> uh, that same day, Somi, the goddess, the queen, Somi, Jun Somi came back with her song what are you waiting for i'm gonna say this this surprised me yuki because when she debuted with birthday i was like okay birthday's pretty standard for teddy for you know it's like blackpink-esque with the drop and all that stuff but not you know and i i honestly thought he was gonna do the same thing but instead she switched it up. And I'm not sure she switched it up for the better, but she did switch it up. She, um, we, You would definitely describe this song as Western pop, right? Right. Yeah, I believe I did see people saying it's a Western pop song with Korean thrown in it, and I would agree. Um, that's not to say I don't like it. I did download it. But I also wouldn't say... <laughs> that this is the direction I expected her music to go in. Mm. Yeah, I kind of agree. It's first of all, it's definitely way different than birthday. Or was she at three songs now? Her other yeah. song, what's it called again? Out of my mind. Out of, out my, of my head. Out of my head. Banger. It's definitely different than birthday and up in my head. So yeah, I was surprised. Mm, it's not bad if they're going international. Genius decision. Yes, but it is. Yeah, I was surprised. It was a little different than what I expected. And some news about Somi that just came out um, that probably explains why. They made this sudden um, directional change is that Somi signed with Interscope Records in the States. If you don't know, Interscope Interscope is a big um, distribution entertainment company like, you know, just like your SMs, your YGs and stuff. Uh, They have a lot of famous artists. It is the same company that Blackpink is under in the U.S., um, so this news, what you can expect from this is essentially the same thing that Blackpink has been doing, which is their collabs. Yes, they're going for collabs, which explains why Somi released 
what are you waiting for? Why it sounds like this, you know? Yeah, because if she has a portfolio of this, these type of songs, I think she will be very successful, not only in the West, but internationally. Yeah, I'm just like from the way the song sounds, I'm expecting her first um, U.S. collab to be like one of your one of the big producers, like your Steve Aoki's, your your Calvin Harris's, you know, those like a producer is going to produce her a song and they're going to she's going to just sing over an EDM beat. And they're gonna try and market it in the U.S. That's what I'm predicting, but we'll see. You know, mm. I'm also just throwing out that uh, if we ever get an Ariana collab, I want to say I told you so right now. You heard it here first. And the final comeback of the week was Lehigh or Ehigh. Now. Ehi came back with Holo. It's a single, and um, it's it's a ballad. It's a it's a very emotional song about her life, you know, her journey. Because if you don't know, Ehi used to be in YG, and um, unlike other people at YG, she was kind of vocal about her displeasure of not. Being able to release music uh, as much as she'd like. I mean, I know we talk about this. I'm pretty sure in every episode we've talked about this so far. But uh, YG YG artists say just don't be dropping music a lot. And uh, she was she was not happy about that, as most artists wouldn't be. And um, she was in the dungeon for a long time. She did not release a lot of music under YG, but regardless of that when she did she released some of the most popular songs um her most popular song i believe is called breathe um it's very powerful her voice she's different from like any other singer because a she's r&b which already puts her in a different category (laughs) because there's not many of those and b it's just her voice is like really soulful and really strong. And on the topic of Ehi, she did announce her new agency. Uh, it was hinted at it is like the only agency that like was reported she was going to sign with. So it's not really that big a surprise. However, you know, she could have chose other places. But her new agency, her new company, AOMG, you know, spearheaded by Jay Park has a lot of R&B singers a lot of rappers they uh, it just seems Jay Park he's, he's from America and he has western western values you can tell obviously he has to tone them down sometimes he's obviously a professional at it now he's been in the game for so long but um, he dev- he just lets his artists release music whenever. That's what it feels like. Some of them release it more sporadically than others, but it seems like everybody there has so much freedom. Um, she's gonna, Ehi is gonna have so much more opportunity to like just make the music she wants 
and release it when she wants, you know, which is good for everybody because I'm pretty sure Ehi does have some records broken. Like she's like one of the most popular solo artists in the country, I would say. Yeah, you have a very successful artist like Ehi, and <laughs> when you don't, when you have like months, years hiatus, it's just baffling that you could put the artist through that. So it's great that she found a different avenue to express her music. Agreed. And that seems like it brings a wonderful wrap to our weekly roundup. So let's head into the second half of the show after this break. Alright, welcome back, guys. So, for today's second half of the show, we're going to be talking about our uh, top 10 most underrated B-sides from boy groups. Um, Or just our top favorite. Probably a mixture of both. Um, This was really fun to put together. It was really hard, too. But, you know, we made it through. How was your process, Yuki? Mm. It's kind of difficult because I've never made a list of the top B-sides before. But it was interesting seeing mm, all of the songs that groups don't, what's it called, they don't uh, promote. They don't promote them. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of very good B-sides that maybe people just don't get around to listen to because a lot of people aren't multi-group stands and they never, you know, listen past when they hear a comeback a title track or something. So uh, we just want to shine some light on some of our favorites. This is the boy group edition. As we said, we will be doing a boy group or <laughs> girl group edition, obviously one of these days but uh yeah let's get into our list uh yuki why don't you go first i started with yeah 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 by on and off or onf this was in the we must love ep 2019 Actually, I really like the EP because We Must Love is a banger to me. I love those type of uh, kind of popular boy group sounding songs. And right. this one, Ya Ya Ya, is like Latin inspired. I've never heard this type before. Right, right. But <laughs> they have some type of, yeah, Latin vibe. And vocals are ridiculous near the end so that's Mm. why I like it okay okay my first pick I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Love Me by Icon I 
Now this song, oof. This song was first released on it actually the Japanese. It's a Japanese song originally. It was released for their Japanese. What is this? Uh, that's an album. Yeah, Japanese album called Dumb and Dumber in 2016, and um, they made a Korean version for their Korean album called Return, which was came out in 2018. But uh, I'm more impartial to the Japanese version. I think just because I heard it first, but. Obviously, it's the same song. They're both bangers. Uh, it's a rap song, obviously, you know, icon style. They're rapping about um, how they're unlovable and how nobody loves them. <laughs> I really like this song. It gets me hype. Uh, their their flow is crazy and addictive, and uh, you know, it's just like icon fun. One of those fun songs. <laughs> yeah, I love that song too. Actually, like I said, I used to listen to that every. Single day. Also, yeah, the Japanese version, mostly. All right, Yuki, what's your next song? Anyway, <laughs> um, my next is Home by BTS. Ooh, hey, You know, the, the world keeps turning. Then, um, this was in the map of the Soul Persona album? Album? I think. Yeah. In 2019. Same album as, was it Boy in Love? Boy with Love. Maybe. Boy with Love. Yeah. Boy Boy with love. love. yeah. Um, a lot of times in these B sides, I guess you'll find that for me, they're always attached to title songs that I like. Right. So, I don't know. That's just how it is for some reason. But this one stands alone as a very, very good, elaborate. If you haven't heard this song, <laughs> you have you have to go listen to this song. This song is it's crazy. All right. So my next song, uh, I'm gonna go with. 20 centimeters by TXT. Now this song was released this song was released in 2019 uh, on their debut is that album was that the album yeah, their debut album called The Dream Chapter Magic. Whatever that means. But uh, this song, this song, once you listen to the song, you'll know exactly what type of music I like because the song is essentially the, the exact type of music that I wish I listened to 24-7, but I don't because... You know, I like other stuff, but if I could choose like any type of music to just listen to, it would be this type of music. It's just smooth R and B, soulful. Makes you makes you feel something inside, you know. A little bit sexy, but also emotional. Yeah, actually this 
when I saw the list, this was my first time hearing it. And yeah, I added it to my playlist. Pretty good. All right, Yuki, what's your next song? <laughs> All right. The third one I'll do is What You Wanted by Six. This was in the Hello Chapter One, Hello Stranger EP in 2019. Um, sir, that's not how you say that group's name. (laughs) Was it Kix? CIX? CIX. Really? Yeah. No. Yes. Really? Do the thing. Just look it up. You know, I know you want to. Clicks. Just look it up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait. For it. <laughs> I've been wrong every time, so I'll take your word for it. Yes. Yeah. For CI. Really? That's kind yes. of a mouthful. CIX. Bro, don't C-I-X. tell me. C-I-X. Don't tell me, bro. I can go but on about these names. They could just say kick six. It's so much easier. Hey. Anyway. Yeah, all I'm saying is, I'm still trying to figure out what a wecky wecky is, but <laughs> we don't got to go into that. I'm trying to find out what the eyes one is. <laughs> so, like I said, this is attached to the title that I also like. What was it? Movie star. Oh my Ooh. god. Ooh. The choreo. What a banger. <sighs> Anyways, I also like this song because. It has some orchestral beats and yeah, and I love any song with um kind of hip hoppy R and B right elements mixed with orchestral music. I don't mm. know. G Friend does that a lot. Yep, yep. Not R and B and hip hop, but they add orchestra music in the background, violins and stuff. I love that. So that's what got me. I feel you. I feel you. <clears throat> All right, my second to last song. I'm gonna go with. Oh wait, no. <laughs> for my Four. third song, third. yeah. For my third song, I'm gonna go with "Knock On" by NCT. <laughs> This song, NCT this song, one two seven. Oh yeah, you got to specify which NCT. You know, there's like four of them. But this song, uh, it's from their album, their first album, Regular Irregular. You know, with a banger. But this song, Knock On, it it just transports me to a world of calmness and like that's all i can say like from the very beginning like the very first second uh it puts you in like a soundscape and then you hear their voices and then you know they just sing softly smoothly for like two minutes and it's great my fourth song is aura by god seven in the die d-y-e e-p 2020. 
Yeah, they really, really. If you didn't think they had vocals, mm. you'd be uncultured. First of all, <laughs> they just wanted to say, "Hey, we got voices. Might as well use them." Facts. They be saying so that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's why I added it to the list. All right, for my fourth, my penultimate song, uh, I'm going with the one that's very near and dear to my heart. It's called Er Day, E-R-R-D-A-Y, by MXM or Brand New Boys. Now this song Where's that? Where's that from? Brand new boy. Well the company's brand new music. So that part makes sense. Uh, the MXM part. Don't ask me, bro. I mean. Like I said, I'm still trying to figure out what uh what's a group with a weird name? That's not I'm still trying to figure out what the what an itsy is. <laughs> Yo, what does NCT? Um, uh, Neo uh, Culture Technology. Oh, dang! I got that oh. off the rip, off the back. Dang. Of my dang. Anyways, <laughs> this song. It's a, it's like a rap. It's a rap song, definitely. But the vocals are amazing, and I, the thing I love about this song. That is mixed really well. The harmonies are so good. Their voices are distinct, but they mesh so well. And it's just really fun. It's upbeat. It makes you want to dance. I tried learning the dance. I'm I'm just bad at that, but you know, I love this song so much. Roll the clip, Jamie. No, you're supposed to translate it to Korean. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie. Um, wait, no. Jamie. Uh, clip. Hey, Juseo. Hey, Juzio. Kamsamida. Kamisida. I gotta show you a video after <laughs> we're almost done alright Yuki so what okay okay so what is your final um, song my final song that I added is Precious by ATs. I didn't think I, I didn't think I would add that An but it's a treasure epilogue action to answer that's what the EV is called Ooh, 2021 <laughs> so I don't know it's like one of those 
upbeat, um, fast-paced, kind of hip-hop-y. And because it's 80s, obviously, it's going to be electronic a little bit. So, yeah, I like it because it's kind of hip-hop-y. Right, right. Yeah. I like listening it to when I work out sometimes. Um, yeah. Gets my heart pumping. Nice. So you would say... I know you wanted to say something about me working out. I already know. No, no, I didn't. I know you got it. And for mine, I actually would say that this is my favorite one. My favorite boy group B-side. Maybe even my... No. No, not my favorite of all any B-sides, but definitely my favorite boy group B-side is Ya 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 by EXO. First of all, I just want to say every time I listen to this music, this song i have to i have to stop myself like i have to it has to be a decision i have to devote a whole day to it because the second this song reaches my eardrums it's stuck in my head and i can't get it out but like it's not in an annoying way it's like i don't know like a loving way and my brain is obsessed with this song it's um the beat is made from a sample or uses a sample of a 90s R&B song like the vocals oh that's where I recognized it from yeah alright the song is from their um, their sixth album called Obsession it came out last year and um, the whole album is amazing I think this is actually my favorite um, EXO album of all of them I just uh, they just they hit a lot of points on this and this song is the highlight the absolute highlight it's so infectious it's strong but still soothing the bridge oh my god no joke this is like my favorite bridge maybe my favorite bridge ever I'm not not yeah I think I can go on the record and say this is my favorite bridge ever in any song it is so like i can't even explain what it does to my brain but it involves euphoria every time i hear it and i love it that's all i can say i just love this song and with that our show has come to an end um thank you very much for listening this far if you want you can follow us on twitter at all cap podcast um you can follow us individually on instagram at cameron of the wind and at you um thank you and we'll talk to you later see ya